Chi Chat by Chi Chart. Hi, it's producer Mel and we're also here with Amanda and Lisa and Amanda is a remarkable and resilient human being so we're told with an amazing story. She's sitting there looking chuffed with this. <laughs> she was born in the UK. She began her working life as an accountant in the corporate world, taught martial arts and physical activities to children and currently works with energy as a massage therapist. Her passion is spiritual spiritual awareness, connection and healing. Amanda's key focus, other than her gorgeous little boy, Leo. How old's Leo, Amanda? Two years, three months and about 10 years old in his soul. <laughs> yeah, so there's not much other time. I've got two young kids. I know what it's like. They're the full-time job. You fit the full-time job in around them. But you're learning how to become a tantric White witch. Oh my goodness, how fascinating. I can't wait to hear Amanda about joins that. us today to chat about chi. Thank you so much for coming on the pod. Thank you for having me. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your transition from the corporate world towards the energy world and what that looked like for you? It was more gradual than what it seems um, because I actually in a nutshell, I actually, I blame Australia. I came to Australia for a year's working holiday and it just changed my perspective on life. And when I came back, I was actually offered full-time work to be a martial arts instructor. That was my first real dealings with working with energy and chi. And it was just an opportunity I couldn't say no to. And it was a bit of a, that I did for three years, did the um, teaching for three more years and then went back into the corporate. So it was a bit of a forward and backwards for a good 10 or 12 years. And then finally made the call when I was 32 years old, which was eight years ago, and just went, no, that's it. I'm going to dedicate my life to health and fitness and moved here to start a new life. And you're doing a great job of it. I've actually looked at your, gone through your chart, Amanda, and it's quite interesting to see the change in your flow. So early on in that period from about the age of, let's say, 24 to 29, you were actually in a dominant sort of cycle. So you were very confident, you are on fire. So that really resonated with the corporate world. Prior to that, from 19 to about 24, I was going to ask you, did you come into any money? Was money sort of coming your way? Was it a focal point for you at that stage? Yes, that's when I started accountancy when I was 18. So my mum was a single mum and she always made us choose. If I wanted something in the shop, she'd go, you can have that one or that one. So <laughs> I do that. Older, I went, I'm going to have both pairs of boots. I'm going to have white, purple. I'm going to have everything I want. And I had the car and the bling and I just <laughs> went to town and credit cards. <laughs> You get financed just like that. I was <laughs> Well, it's so funny because oh, that's it's a good story. I like it. And that's a good reason to be an accountant. You know what I do say to my children, you only choose one thing, but to be honest, it's not really about money for me. It's about getting out of the freaking shop. <laughs> because otherwise, you just get so bogged down with all of the things that they want. Mm. You know what, though? Now, I, I try not to do it too much, but with my son, I'll go, let's have both. Because I want him to feel abundance. Yeah. Like, you want that and that? Let's get that one. But yeah, let's choose between those two, but we'll have those three. Or yeah. 
Wow, mm. that's really interesting. Mm. Mm. And encouraging an abundance mindset Set. from a young place. Now, I've got a quick story around that which would seek to affirm what you are teaching your son. So my parents, their parents weren't uh, well-to-do, but Dad had a business and just killed it. We lived in Brighton in Melbourne. I don't know if you know, tennis court, swimming pool, everything. And I had whatever I wanted from a young age. And, yeah, I think it's helped a lot with having no barriers around a money mindset. It doesn't even enter uh, my space. However, I will say one thing about it. When you're used to that as a child and then you're older and you don't get what you want all the time, you can get cranky. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I think I had the opposite. I'm not just I never had anything. About things. I'm talking about whatever, <laughs> whatever you whatever want. Whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. And when you're not used to, I mean, that works in reverse. When you're not used to getting anything and suddenly you do get it, suddenly you're in the state of abundance and you haven't been taught how to manage that, you can actually be very wasteful as well. Yeah. So I've seen that. That's where the teaching comes in with money is actually just an energy and we need to teach about manifestation. You're right. You're absolutely right. Download your personalised lifestyle planning app today from the App Store and go with your Chi Flow. Chi Chart, the personalised lifestyle planning app. Could we just dive a little bit deeper on that? So how should we manifest in that respect and what's healthy and what's not healthy? Good question, Mel. I think the, the perfect segue is it does start with childhood because... We are so programmed by society and then we spend a lot of adulthood trying to unprogram that into um, how to manifest and that you deserve that and bringing that into your life. So if we can just skip that stage and go straight to your childhood and say, actually, you are deserving of whatever you want in life and make sure that's healthy and it's not harmful. And there are no limits because they're self-limiting beliefs fundamentally that we are, they're stories that we we tell ourselves along our journey of growing up that aren't real. So if we can blast those into space and say that's just a story, you're, you, you can choose your reality, so to speak, you're becoming really powerful humans, but it's got to come with ethics and morals and it's not for greed and pleasure. Yeah. I mean, from the greater good for everybody and that's what a, is a, that abundance? Yeah. It, is, it is a good values, that mentality of, of abundance from the point of view that what we often hear is what people don't want as opposed to focusing on what they do actually want and and striving to achieve that. And when people talk about what they don't want all the time, all they're doing is looking at what they don't want and they're just walking away from it backwards and you can't can never get away from it. Where if you focus on what you do actually want, you can actually run forward towards it mm-hmm. and be in control as opposed to feeling like that you're out of control and not having the choice of making a decision to, to achieve something. And, and what does it mean to get there? So what are the steps? So one step at a time in order to achieve whatever it is that you're seeking. That's so cool, Grant. And it's, it's easier to stay in that victim mentality rather than do the hard work, dig deep and be accountable and say, no, I'm not going to live my life like that. And then what happens when you're in that victim mentality, that actually manifests to the people around you and they'll mirror you in that paradigm as opposed to going, okay, I accept the fact that I haven't got what I'd like today. What can I do to, to make a difference or make a different choice around that and focus on what I want? Mm. And I, I did get into a trap along my journey. Someone pointed it out. I was in a victim mentality and then I'd become passive aggressive. It was like, oh, I'm so annoyed this is happening to me. And then go, poor me. 
And didn't you have a recent experience, Amanda, where you actually focused on something that you wanted to achieve and and you, you, you manifested that with, with something to do with a house or something with you and Leo? All the time. <laughs> In, it, oh, I need to catch up with you properly because it doesn't matter how many times. I, I, I always use a swimming pool as an analogy that you've got to go right to the bottom of the pool in order to push yourself back up again to come to the surface. And it doesn't matter how many times I've felt like I'm in the SHIT and then all of a sudden you turn around and you go, ah, no, I've got loads of money here and savings and it just all keeps coming. So, yeah, there was an example of the house, if you want me to tell you. So I was up against the odds with last year with being in COVID and I needed to, oh, sorry, it was, yeah, beginning of this year. Um, with the COVID restrictions, there were so many people in inspections. I'm a single parent. I'm in the first year of business, trying to upscale and get a three-bedroom house. And to kind of tell a long story short, I, I was so focused on this is what I want, this is what I want, this is what I want. I needed to actually let go of that and yeah. surrender and mm. because it wasn't working. Mm. I actually needed to say, okay, universe, a massive leap of faith, you put me where I'm supposed to be because I wanted to go to Warner's Bay by the lake. I was dead set, Warner's Bay, that's the place. <laughs> that is the one. And I was doing everything. I was doing my visualizations and everything, everything, like really, really push, push, push. And that's the masculine energy of really mm. pushing and headbutting and climbing yes. up people like I was as an accountant. Yeah. It didn't feel right and it wasn't working. And as soon work. as I surrendered and let go and went, I'm actually running out of steam here, like trying to keep things going with the business, looking after my son. Like I, I can't get on inspections. I, I don't understand what I need to do. So I surrendered, let it go, and actually focused on I need the owner, I need a, a, the house of the owner to have compassion for me as a woman, as a single mum, mm. to then give me the rental lease, right, because... I was up against working couples with double income and all this kind of stuff. So I focused actually on that. And then real estate, a, a, a woman fit around real estate, um, I connected with her and I thought she's the one who's going to find me a place. And then all of a sudden we blasted the system. She said, look, here's the code for the application. Just apply without going to an inspection. And I was like, I like this girl. This is going to work. And when you're following the rules and it's strict and you're not getting anywhere. And yeah, so a house popped up and I just became open to location. I thought, okay, you know, just, just be open. And then before I knew it, she said, look, I'll arrange a one-on-one -on -one inspection, which is unheard of when people can't get on and there's 30 people and everyone's squabbling. I was like, okay, one-on-one -on -one inspection. Okay, that sounds cool. Already applied for it. When I turned up, it was everything I wanted plus. So all I really wanted was a three-bedroom with a bath and a big yard for my son. And I turned up, oh, an aircon. And the bath was like deeper than it's a gorgeous, luxurious deep bath. I've got aircon in two rooms, including the bedroom, ceiling fans everywhere, two backyards. It's just amazing. And as soon as I walked in, it felt really good. It felt like it was already my home. And she just said, ah, oh, yeah, the owner is female. And I just knew. I was like, this is the one. This is a, definitely the one. And I said, yeah, definitely like it. And she said, well, that's good because I've already put your application in. Oh. And again, like, the system was reversed. I was like, how is this happening? Like, you know, and then, yeah, it's between me and one other person. And I got it the next day. 
And I, everybody's like, how do you manage to do that? We, we can't even get on inspections. And I literally just go, I don't know how. I don't focus on the how. I just focus on, on the what, you know. It's like and, and imagining the home where me and my son are happy, imagining that feeling, imagining us being safe, imagine us being around nature. And every time I manifest, I'm given something more than what I want. I think this is really hard as well because I think you probably fall into this category and the grant would find this probably, maybe not as much, Lisa, but that real alpha personality, you know, when you have that, you want to control situations and stuff like that. And in yoga, we call it a grasping mentality. The more grasping you get around something, the more the universe gives you the opposite. It resists. So, yeah. So, I think is that the – do you see that, Lisa, as the universe, the universe's way of telling you to go with the flow and that you must? Yeah, actually, that's so – and it's learning acceptance, actually. (laughs) First of all, I think that's a really – a friend of mine taught me acceptance. I used to get so angry when you – I'm I'm not so much like that now because I do actually just accept the situation and I think what Amanda's talking about is really true, to manifest, to visualise what you really want. Mm. and and the universe has this weird way of working mm. okay so if if what you're manifesting is actually genuine if it's real and if it's going to be good for you it will yeah. be delivered if the time is right yeah. and if not you might have to go with the flow and accept yep. that that's not going to happen okay, what do you yeah. think about that amanda i think yeah divine timing i think that people give up on affirmations and go oh that doesn't work because we are used to a society of instant gratification 100 percent it, it does it does not <laughs> it's work not shopping like on instagram is it <laughs> exactly and it's very true i'm now really testing it with relationships and people because that's a lot more tricky so what are you doing around that amanda i'm fascinated <laughs> tell us <laughs> She was when I said um, tantric yeah. white witch. I said, "Do you know what that means?" And I said, "We had a guest last week, B, Bane, and yeah, yes, yeah, Bane, yeah. who's with blurred lines. And I don't know whether you've had a look at any of his um, stuff out there, Amanda. But the two of you would have a lot in common. So, I, well, from where I'm coming from, I think that you might have a lot in common. Yeah. So, can you tell us a little bit more about it? Yeah, this is fascinating because uh, you know what? One of my things as well, I do get that graspiness around relationships too. I think that's part of a problem I have with them, maybe. Yeah, well, first of all, the universe isn't, it, it, it doesn't judge you. So it's like what Grant says, whatever you focus on, you get. So if you have self-sabotaging patterns in your life, me. <laughs> me. <laughs> you, you out there, yeah. you. Yeah, everybody. Oh, I did it yesterday. Oh, I've got <laughs> massive ones. But you can have awareness around it, right? Oh, God. Yeah, um, and you look back at pattern, uh, behavior patterns and, you know, the, the, the one de- common denominator is yourself and you have a string of bad relationships or bad choices and it's like you have to dig deep and understand why. What is it within yourself that is attracting that into your life? And I'm not talking just about abusive relationships but people who are unavailable or detached or emotionally unavailable and that's for me personally because I've been petrified of being close to someone. So, of course, I want to have someone who's unavailable and detached because that suits my detachment. Matches Um, your energy. Yeah, so that's where the witchy stuff's come in and there's really, really deep, profound healing and it's about taking your masks off, you know, your personality mask, really looking at your inner self 
diving deep and I actually said I'm ready to get my guts on the table like the good stuff the bad stuff the dark the light like what yeah. is going on in there and to do it in a really safe controlled way with a good mentor and yeah and of course I have manifested somebody to teach me that of a lower vibration I say lower vibration but not available and and is not in a good headspace at all and is opposite to what I really really want at the same time as the person who I really, really want, and I'm talking about ticking boxes here, has been right in front of me the whole time and is only now that I can step out of my own way. I love that phrase, step or get out of your own way. <laughs> We're putting our own obstacles in, right? Yeah. That I can actually allow myself to then say, it's okay to let that person in close to me because they're everything that I want, that scares me. But that's my process to work through and actually go, I do deserve that and it is healthy and wholesome. And my son is a great indicator because he didn't like the unhealthy one, but he really loves the healthy one. And he's like my little oracle. He he picks up my energy. There's nothing like a (laughs) two-year-old. Just honest. He's he's like a 200-year-old. There's like reincarnated soul stuff there he's very wise they are and i think that they they come without the conditioning this is a lot but you know we've got this thing at the moment we've got the lockdown and lisa and i were talking about a lot of anxiety and i've had so much anxiety around my work because it's it's actually not the reality isn't there but i think oh it's all going to fall in a heap and everything last night i came home from a massive work day with the kids and I just fell on the floor bawling, which I never do, like, you know, because I don't want to, you know, yeah, anyway. You shouldn't be like that anyway. You should be able to. You should be able to fall (laughs) on on the floor. My five-year-old comes up to me and the the two-year-old was laughing, going, (laughs) 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 which was even worse. But the five-year-old comes up to me, she puts her hand on my shoulder and she said, mummy, be brave in your heart. Oh, <laughs> just like that's such you know, wisdom. It's such wisdom because they don't have all this conditioning running through their head of what to say. They just put together their words of how they feel, you know. And they keep you in the present moment. Mm. I think we adults, we're so in the future all the time. It's, it's worry, worry, worry about the future rather than the present moment. And yeah, and it's okay to fall apart. We're not taught that either. It's okay to True, fall apart. Yeah. So mm. then we build ourselves and do the healing. I mean, got to let it out. I did yesterday. I had a huge cry. Really? Oh, you guys have got to look at your chart. Your tree chart. <laughs> I, had a, what it was. I had a well-being day yesterday and I, one of Sean who works in marketing for G-Chart, I sent him the screenshot because I spoke to him yesterday. He helped me. But I sent him, I said, it's a well-being day. I knew it would be. <laughs> <laughs> I've got one today, but it's not as bad. But pardon me for interrupting you. What, what happened with you? Oh, no, I just, I literally fell apart my mentor and it was a wealth day. So I had a task list. I was like, I'm going to do this, 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 bam, 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 bam. I was really productive, but we had a session and I didn't want to keep putting it off. And I just, yeah, fell apart. But it was so good because it felt like everything fell apart at just the right time. So I could piece it back together and everything made sense as to what's been going on for me the last six to 12 months. So it's really healing. And then, yeah, it's like your energy, your chi just clears because you're not carrying it around with you anymore. Oh, true. Let our chi guide you. Follow Chi Chart on Facebook and Instagram. 
how do you do that, Amanda? How do these sessions work with your mentor? She she just holds the space and whatever we have the intention, whatever needs to come up will come up. So I was just talking and venting and then I just kind of went, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> it all came out. <laughs> we shouldn't laugh over it, but it's just like. It but it is an amazing is. thing to do. And yeah. one of the things out of doing yeah. sessions like that is that you do keep talking and you're talking about stuff and then you think you're finished. But that in, the, in, in, you, in a good mentor holding the space, they let you keep going because yeah. there's always more. And until you've got nothing more to say, you actually haven't got right down to the, what I call it, the fifth layer of the onion. If you want to go to the eighth, that's even better. Um, and, and, and you are vulnerable in that state because you're actually talking about your inner child within. And that's what yeah. I like about kids is that they live in that moment anyway, but they've got no fear about showing their inner child no. where we hide it away. I put mine in a cupboard and close the door. <laughs> it's all good. I love the mask, I've got to say. But if you're honest with yourself and you tell yourself you're putting that mask on, then that that actual step of acknowledgement is your first yeah. step in that process. Yeah. I, ju- I mean, I just love you, Amanda, in, in, in our chats and, and what you share. And we talk about those well-being days and all well-being days are challenge days. But, Amanda, you've got the most amazing story that I think you went for a run on a challenge day and you ended up with a flat tyre. You've got to anticipate challenges. You've got to anticipate that you might have to work a bit harder and, yeah. and that you're going to have issues. Things yeah. might break. Yeah. On a, on a, and you had, a, you had a, a flat tyre. Can you tell us about that? Yes, and thank God for the G-Chart app, honestly, because I consulted it the night before. And especially when we talk about the masculine energy, that go, go, go energy that we were talking about, you know, I'm a doer. And I'm like, push, 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 drive, 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 because that's programmed into us. And it was the only day you had available that week in order to do a a, a run or or bike ride, was it? Yes. So um, I actually wanted to run in the morning and then like a crazy person go for a bike ride. Teacher app said exercise in the morning only, okay, because my energy is going to dip in the afternoon. So I thought actually... Ah, I'll do the. I'll go go for the bike ride, and I'll go in the morning. And it was a drive over to Warner's Bay. Yeah, I was fifteen k out from my car, and got a flatty, and just went, oh crap, and had to jog eight k back. <laughs> so that took hours. <laughs> and by the time I came back, I was so hungry. It was all morning, so I came back about twelve o'clock. You know, um, with some food down, and I was just deadbeat by the afternoon. And I just thought, thank God I didn't do that in the afternoon because I would have gone to the same location. And in Warner's Bay, they've got these. Uh, the council put them down. Um, someone told me, said, "Do not, do not go around here on those tires because they'll always puncture," which I didn't know. So it would have happened, and then I would have been late for a daycare, and oh, I would have been a nightmare. Yeah, same. Well, today my well-being says with my energy, you know, have some vigorous exercise in the afternoon. So I looked at that and that's been perfect for me because I had so much to do to get ready this morning with for my two small children and everything. And the morning was easier for me not doing some sort of session, which I normally would, but I've been really mindful. So that's 100%. really good. It's so useful for me to explain to others as well and say, it's not that your energy is good or bad. I think it's come from Grant. It's the fact that it's just not in sync. That's all it is. You're either in sync or not in sync. So well, if you I'm- know that, you can plan your life around it. So even though you're in sync on that morning, and this is the really interesting paradigm here, is that you got a flat tyre, but you're in sync. Now, I think what I liked about that story, and if we can just go a little bit deeper into that, if I recall you were sharing with me that you would have never run 
that far. Yeah. But what that morning actually showed to you that you could run that far and you actually did it with your bike running back. Is that right? <laughs> yes. So I was, yeah, I was carrying the bike. Well, well, not on my shoulders, but just one hand <laughs> because I've had mental blockages with postnatal rehab. I've been backwards and forwards with, with uh, my body. So I didn't want to push it past that point. But because I did actually have, because I was in sync and had that energy on the day, yeah, I was able to do 8K. I literally got into the zone. I've put my headphones in. Imagine I'm in a triathlon race and just get it done. So I surprised myself and went, oh, my God, I wouldn't have done that. But I managed to push through and do a 15K bike ride up, up and downhill and the run. Mm-hmm. And that gave me the confidence to then push through and be ready for triathlon and increase my training. So, yeah, it's actually a profound lesson. <laughs> I, yeah, and I think the other thing about that is like you might be having a well-being day and it says that do it in the morning or whatever and anticipate things going wrong. But when you've got that mindset of you feel okay in the mind, like you can overcome challenges, whereas I feel like if your mindset is in the way, it's so much harder. Mindset is everything, yeah. everything. Mm. So you're really in tune with the app and I, can you just tell me, was there a time where – in using the app that you went, wow, this is sensational. Yes, connecting. So we're going back to relationships. So I was able to look up who I wanted to have. We were in a, we were in a relationship. I won't closely put around it. We were in a relationship. Um, and he had a connect day and I had a connect day. And I was like, this is the day. We've got to meet up on that day. <laughs> and I kind of, again, manifesting, I wanted it to go a certain way. I wanted to do certain things and express myself in a certain way and say certain things. So I did kind of like go over it in my head that that night. <laughs> it sounds a bit neurotic when I say it out loud, but um, anyway. No. Uh, <laughs> and, um, and then, yeah, we did meet. And it was like, Again, that manifestation, it was better than what I thought. Like I wanted to have a little dance and I got him up dancing and like everything just flowed. I was able to say what I wanted to say and it came across right and he was receiving and it was, the energy was just perfect. I have a lot of connect days, but he doesn't. So that was really good to just catch it in that moment. If they don't have the app, they need to have the app, don't they, for you? Yes, I've forwarded on to so many of my clients because so many people come to me and say, you know, I'm being torn all over the place. I've got family want me, I've got work, I'm all over the place, I'm tired, I'm drained, and I'm going, you need to plan your week ahead. You need to plan yeah. when what's in sync with your energy. So if you have mm-hmm. a connect day, yeah. that's when you spend time with your family. Don't be pulled around all the time. And if that's your productive work day, you know, it's, it's really simple and easy and it's a tool that we're given that people just aren't utilising and it, I don't know, it, it's, it, it feels like common sense now. It's just common sense. Because it really helps you to focus on where to channel that energy mm. and to know which days the energy is appropriate, like, you know, to use or, or not to use and, you know, to, as I always say, you go with the flow or you lay low. Yeah, and especially mm. in a fast-paced world where there's pressure to do your paperwork, make sure you get this done, arrive on time, pick the kids up, maintain a relationship. It's overwhelming. It's too stressful to everybody. Whereas this day, uh, you know, you can choose your day, select your days and make it more effective. Yeah. And, and it makes it simple because we've got too many decisions to make. So it's that mindfulness for me where if I've got too much going on and I, have, I do feel torn, well, it says connect today. Yeah. So, and then if I go and connect, I've actually achieved 
for the yeah. day. Mm. So I've got all that other stuff to do. I actually feel like I've had a good day yeah. because I've done that one thing. In today's busy, and as we get busier, and we just get busy as adults, don't we? Oh, oh God, it's just crazy. Yeah. It helps us be present then, yeah. is what yeah. you're saying. Yeah, yeah, which is really important. And can I mention self-care? Because this has come up a lot lately, mm. is that, I come across a lot of people who are in a huge heart-giving space and they run around after people and they're not making the time for themselves. So this is serious on an energetic level with your chi, with your energy, with your life force because that's when your immune system goes down. That's when you can get sick. That's when you can get long-term chronic diseases. You know, it's really serious. And we, 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 there's a buzzword in the industry to, you know, self-care, 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 what does it really mean? It's like, actually, if you harness your life force energy and you're selective, you can be your best self, not only for you, so that you have your optimal energy and health, but for your family, for your colleagues, for your work. It, it's, it's so important, especially at this time with, I hate to say the C-O-V-I-D word, but, you know, there is and mental health issues as well. It really is fundamental and important. And, we, you know, with, there's ancient wisdom out there with Qigong and getting out to nature, with, which is Tantra, with the negative ions and all that kind of stuff and exercise. But really, you've got an app that has already done this for you and is helping you by saying, hey, you know what? This is the best day to do this on. It takes the decision making out of it, like Grant's saying. And you go, right, that's the day I'm going to do my tax return. Boom, you get, guess what? It's done in like two hours rather than all day. Weren't you putting off going for a finance application or something you were telling me one day? Yeah, it was, it was a wealth day. And it was, it, this is really good, actually, because when people try to test things and they're sceptical and they go, ah, oh, that doesn't work. So I had a wealth day. And I got up in the morning and Leo had a tantrum. We were going to the gym. I had to do my gym session, blah, blah, blah. Busy, busy, busy. Yeah, no, I know. I can be, I can feel you. <laughs> you, you know what it's like? Just trying to get oh, the on. Getting Everything's the getting messed up. <laughs> Everything's messed up. And I'm like, this is my wealth day. I'm not going to get anything done today. <laughs> 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 I, um, yeah, and, and it was thank god um he had his nap so i was uh, he had his nap time and and the world went quiet and i went ah it was in the back of my mind and my subconscious was like it is a wealth day so i'm just gonna check what's going through my bank so i was just checking my payments what went in what went out and i managed to do like a little checklist and i thought that's a really good idea because rather than having to think about it each month i can just do my checklist and go i paid them paid them paid them that's come up boom 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 and then that led on to, um, yeah, me applying for a small finance loan, which I never would have done unless I had in the back of my mind, it's a wealth day, so this is the day to do it. And I got answers back pretty quickly. Everything just flowed like it would do. Yeah, and that, that really put me off guard. Like, it took me off guard because it was almost like a subconscious thing happening there. I wasn't like, it's a wealth day, I'm going to get this done. It was, it's a wealth day, oh, no, I'm too busy, I've got to focus on my son and stuff's happening. But then it still led to that action and the productivity subconsciously. So that was pretty cool, yeah. Well, I'm so glad the app is working for you, Amanda. Yeah. That's really great Sorry. feedback. Thank you for sharing. Let's chat Chi. Join our closed Facebook group for free engagement daily at Chi Chat. So, Amanda, often when I'm talking to somebody who is in 
like right into the app like you clearly are. There's a time where they may get really busy and they don't look at it. And then they actually go back and look at that weekend review. Have you ever done that? Yeah, I'd like. I'm actually a bit of a geek. I would love to have it retrospectively for like the month, so I can actually go. Oh, that happened on that day, and was that linked to this? And I can look up their birth chart and all that kind of stuff. Oh, we'll we'll take that on board. (laughs) But yeah, if it's happened in that week, absolutely, absolutely. Especially if there's real, really emotionally charged stuff happening, and a lot of us on this path, from the spiritual energy workers, things are happening very rapidly. So, yeah, it is to go, oh, we had an argument on that day. Ah, oh, yeah, that was that was the day where it said, you're not in sync, be careful of being <laughs> communicated. And oh, I didn't true. see it. I didn't see it and I went, oh, poo-poo. <laughs> I actually had that on Saturday, Amanda. I, I didn't look at the app in the morning and I went for a walk and I clearly had not read the app because I did not manage that conversation very well. I did it yesterday as well. <laughs> One of the hardest things, though, about when your energy is out of sync, you feel like sharing, though, with people and like you need that comfort. But then in your exchanges, often you stuff it up. Because, <laughs> because well, you're more likely to miscommunicate on those days. Yeah. And that's where I guess that's where I've talked about mm. the stop and slow down. Yeah. Think before you speak. <laughs> what did Lisa say? Just hide. <laughs> Just fine. Yeah, no, just <laughs> lay low. <laughs> well, I, what I find is that in those darkest times where I clearly stuff up, that's where my biggest learnings are. Mm. But I, yes, that's true. But I do like the more tips. So when we've had discussions before in our um, treatments, you said just check out the more tips bit because I've, I've, I've read just, especially when I'm, I know I'm a skimmer, so I'll just be like, oh, I'm busy, boom, boom, yeah, done. But when I actually delve into the more tips part and go, well, hang on, that mentions creativity and this, and that resonates a little bit more for that day, it kind of opens up in that expansion. And this has come up in my tantric witch studies, is that it's, it's actually all about using tools to find your own path. Because when you're so reliant on one thing, it can you know, kind of lead your whole life. And you can yes. kind of get a bit obsessed and it's like, I, I have to, it is a wealth day, I have to do this. And it's like, no, it's more fluid. There are more components and Lisa's done some amazing, like how you've worded it and it opens up the realm. So, you know, you've got like the top three categories of like, well, actually it's connecting day, not for me personally, it's more about my son because it's creativity and I can tap into my inner childhood and we can play games together. And also there's well-being, and that's really good for my well-being. to be happy and you know it kind of it's more expansive than just that is the day and that's that that that's really good advice too because sometimes people might find it overwhelming to read that they're out of sync and they go oh god I just can't do anything so you know I'm immobilized I'm actually paralyzed with fear so that I'm so glad you brought that up because there are things that you can do on those days and going to the more tips does provide extra guidance into how it can that energy can be used positively we're having such a great conversation but can you just delve a little bit more into your tantric white witch work because I'm we so are glad you asked. How did you even get into this? <laughs> and what is that? Like, can you just sort of explain what a tantric white witch does? I'm embracing that title for me personally as my consultancy business. And I just wanted to recap, we need to work manifesting. It's a calling. It calls to you. Accountancy never called to me. I went to it because I was very pragmatic in my mind. 
But when you have a calling, it's like, I've got to move to Australia. That's where I see myself having a family. Mm. I have to study massage because I'm just being drawn to it. That's the feminine pole energy. It's like we're a vehicle. So it's a bit like yoga. We're creating space, massage. We're lengthening muscles. We're creating space. In meditation, in our minds, we're creating space. And it's all about creating space so that then we can hear the messages and use our intuition and guidance to then follow where our heart's leading us ultimately, right? So I wanted to study the tantric. Tantra really is connectivity and it's finding your own path. So connecting, connecting with yourself, connecting with nature, Mother Gaia, and, and um, ultimately with each other, right? And I've had great tantric moments with my son because we're present and we will look into each other's eyes and it doesn't matter, like, we talk about that inner self and our masks. There's, there's nothing. When you have kids, it doesn't matter what you look like and there's lots of soul conversations because you just know rather than having to put an act on and impress people or use words. And I wanted to just find something quickly that I read. I bought the witch stuff in because witch, it's had such a negative connotation over the years, but really it's a name for a very powerful woman or female figure. And we are learning magic, and magic really is chi or life force energy, and it bridges between this realm and another realm, which yes. again links in with Tantra because it's all about the, um, the astral planes, and that links in with Buddhism. It's all different strains of the same thing, okay, whether it's Qigong, um, Tai Chi, martial arts, Chi, meditation. It's actually all the same strands and threads that are pulling out. So it incorporates all the Buddhist meditation teachings that I've learned with meditating, yoga, being still, going within. I'm just trying to find this beautiful wording for the witch. It says on here, it's talking about the Wicca because you're worshipping a god and goddess. And really that's finding that tantra saying that god and goddess is within yourself, okay? And it's not harming anybody, which is very Buddhist and very ethical, and really, it says all acts of love and pleasure. And the, the combination, there's white tantra and red tantra, and I, I won't go into that now, but it is a combination of love, which is the ultimate force, which is the opposite of fear, which we really need right now because there's so much fear out there in the world and within our lives and how things are changing. So focusing on love, focusing on light, and we actually raise our vibration through stimulating physically so that's where the tantra element comes in but we're using it to draw the chi our life force chi through the chakras up into our body yes we can orgasm but we can actually learn to use that to heal our bodies heal outside of ourselves and send healing white energy and love into the universe, into the cosmos, to the sentient beings and beyond. I guess it is almost like what you're saying, it's a chi orgasm. But I was trying to compare this in my head the other day. We are, we've been told that sex is a journey from A to B and it's about a, um, a sexual pleasure or a gratification, it's a feeling, right? To a certain degree, yes, but we can harness that. We can actually tap into that life force this is not about climaxing this is not about the end result this is actually about uniting souls connecting with one another whether that's eye gazing whether that's through touch through hugging spending a very long time together being intimate and being intimate with yourself that self-love and that self-worth 
And then you're using chi as an expression. And there's a lot, and again, with witchcraft, you know, there's such connotations with what's happened in the past with how we've been condemned and actually saying it's okay to be sexually aroused and, and express it in a very ethical way. The problem is it's been toxified by industries and you know negative connotations um, oh the movies yeah. and everything and, yeah. and it was toxified by dominant male yeah. Yeah. leaders who yeah. saw strong well they saw strong women as a, as a threat yeah you know i mean women are so strong and powerful and why wouldn't we just tap into that and and try and learn and mm. i mean one of the most powerful individuals in my life is my mum Mm. So why wouldn't I tap into her energy and her love course, and yeah. everything that she's wanted to do for me was ultimately for the love of wanting to make me better for who I was. And, mm. and there's, there's so many men at the moment, they are feeling this divine feminine rising um, that is in true. the world. And Very true. Yeah. Actually, well, I was reading my tantra, I was so excited to read it. The more that men can embrace that feminine vulnerability, and it's about them being strong. It's a really good example to, to how to get this across. It's about we're all carrying around our baskets full of our SHIT, right? So it's like, oh, this is all my stuff that is going on for me. And it's the job, yeah, it's a job of a man to see a woman, if we just say this is how it is for now, the job of a man to see a woman who is struggling and we need help and support and love and affection and a man puts his basket down, he puts his own basket down, swims out through the lake to her and rescues her and carries her back with her basket. If he can do that a few times, then the woman's heart space really opens up and then she gives and supports to him. And that's the whole thing is rather than it being focused on men, I want this, I want that, I want sex, I want gratification, I want, I want, or I've got to provide, I've got to do this. It's very egotistical. If they can come in with their feminine energy and rising and say, I'm here to help and support you and be vulnerable, then the woman then becomes powerful and we're working in harmony and in sync with each other. It's how it should be, but it's about being vulnerable and being open and that's where both of our strengths come into play. Well, that's a real balance of yin and yang. That's that's really nice the way you describe that between the female and the male energy, and which so can actually switch. Yeah, the material ego of the providing and all of that. It's actually got nothing to do with it, really. It's just that maybe they put their basket down sometimes or, like, aren't helping you out with yours, you know. We had this recently where someone was asking me about something to do with a a relationship and they said something to do with um, social media to do with the breakdown. I said, oh, no, no. If a couple is fighting about the dishes, I used to have a mentor that said that, it's never the dishes, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's that their energy has been so taxed and their cup is so empty and that you didn't put your shit down and you didn't swim across that river you know what i mean and you didn't help them out and similarly for female with our part we need to be in that nurturing vulnerable space for men to make it the safest place because we're in i'm asking energy too much we've become Mm. so dominant and i've got this i do this you know we don't need men in our lives i'm independent woman (laughs) and it's like yes Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's funny you say that yeah. because every time I go out on a date, I pay, I do everything because I just go, let's have a look. And I think, yeah, I don't know. I do it from a point of view of I can. Let's have a look at how this shakes down because I'm a bit of a, 
a scallywag, you know, because I like that there's tectonic plates shifting around and, oh, oh what happens when she's the one with the credit card? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's sort of fascinating, though, do you reckon? <laughs> Well, it is. I thought it might be more about not wanting them to feel that you're indebted to them. It, there's sort of a bit as of a well, shift, you know. As well. But it's, I think that's very confusing. It, it probably is, yeah. Because there's been so much female suppression and oppression, like I'm thinking 50s and 60s, we've had to come into that power play to kind of reclaim our power and go, okay, it's a man's world, so we will put trouser suits on, I, especially in the corporate world. You know, I felt like I had to be very masculine in order to succeed and get ahead and get my pay rise and be taken seriously. I can't turn up to work with nice long earrings and, and, a, and a long skirt. So we've, we've been kind of pushed into that role, but now's the time it needs to come back into balance and let that feminine rising. But there's, there's a lot more men needing counselling at the moment. They're not sure how to handle this. They're very vulnerable and shaken up. And it, because, again, society's taught... Don't talk, just be a man, tough it up. You know, it, there's such, we're trying to undo all of this negative stuff and make it healthy for everybody. Well, Leo is very lucky to have you as a mum. Oh, my God, you're one amazing, day, yeah, You are amazing. Yeah. And one day he is going to make the most fabulous husband to a very <laughs> lucky woman because he's had a mum like you. Yeah, or he'll make a great partner because maybe marriage won't be a thing. But we'll and see. I'm going to come and I'm going to come and seek you out, Amanda. I'd like to become a wizard. You can help me on that journey because <laughs> i got to say, you covered off a lot of, lot, of, lot of in-depth topics there when you were just rolling it off the tongue. You are drawn to this, I've you are fantastic. I you hope are just that you'll awesome. come back again and yeah. ch- have another chi chat with us. Absolutely. And you know why? It's because I, I work with the chi and I work on intention of like spirit talking through me and let whatever needs to come through come through clearly and succinctly. So I, I don't take any credit for that. It's it's the intention for you guys as well. So no, it's been a it's been a pleasure. We haven't even read your chart. <laughs> That's fine. We had a little chat before about Amanda's chart and just briefly, you know, looking at your chart and what you do, you are doing instinctively the right thing and going with the flow of your chart. You are a very powerful woman. You've got a commanding pillar on your day and you actually have two within your chart and you're also metal. We had Bane on the show and Bane had a very similar, he, he had a commanding pillar as well. There's a lot of intuition there and leadership and that intuition you know like you are really so intuitive and going with that flow is going to see you just succeed in helping so many people so thank you Amanda thanks for sharing and thank you for doing what you do and I know we're trying to wrap things up but I need to quickly say thank you for no go for your life keep going (laughs) (laughs) well um, (laughs) it was it was so useful you doing that chart for me Lisa because when we dived in deep there and you said to me, it, it was honestly, it's profound, life-changing sentence. You said, I'm a powerful person, but I come across as weak. And I need to change that. I think I'm sure we said we need to change that. Because I do, I'm constantly told I'm powerful, I'm powerful, but my self-limiting belief is, no, I've got to be humble. I've got to hide that. I can't let people see that. I don't want to come across as a B-I-T-C-H or, you know, opinionated or egotistical and, Mm-hmm. And it's gone, it's reverted. So that has, ever since you've said that, I've worked on that and gone, yeah, you know what? It is my time to shine and it's okay to come across as assertive, not <laughs> aggressive, and to reclaim my power, step into that mastery and go, 
Yeah, I am fucking awesome. <laughs> Good. Good, and you can own it. <laughs> you didn't spell that one out. Loads of counselling therapy right there. Oh, that's fabulous. Thank you so much. Hey, Amanda, if people want to reach out to you for a massage or learn how to become a tantric white witch themselves or have a consult, how do they do it? Where do do we find you? And you're on the gram and with a website and everything? Yeah, I do have several different platforms. So if they just email thisisamandafisher at gmail.com, I can steer them in the right direction. Just tell us, how do you spell your surname? Without a C, so F-I-S-H-E-R. This is amandafisher at gmail.com, yep. And we'll get Amanda on our website. We'll put a link in. Awesome. So if people want That's to touch a good base. idea. Mm. Thank you so much, Amanda. Have a wonderful day. Lovely You're so chatting. full little boy. Like us? Give us a five-star energy rating wherever you listen. Chi Chat by Chi Chart.